that was an accident. Um, anyway, this is part, this would be part two. Anyway, you just heard T.I. give his little spiel or whatever. I can't really trust T.I. because his history is a part of the contribution to the dis destruction and degradation of the hip-hop community. But what he said is pretty much true. And I also want to point out that the Willie Lynch letter is not real. It's been debunked. But if you want to roll with that, that's cool. I think, um, there's a quote. From Malcolm X, 1964, from the book, The Ballad of the Bullet, that's been floating around. And pretty much it sums up what's going on. The first thing the white racist does when he comes into power, he takes all the Negro leaders and invites them for coffee to show that he's alright. All those Uncle Toms can't pass up coffee. They come away from the coffee table and tell you and me that this man is all right. That's basically what's going on. And that's from Malcolm X. You know, I don't know for the life of me why it has to come down to what black folks doing. They won't leave us alone. It's just it's just nonstop bombardment. Just figure out what they're doing. Figure out what, what's the new style. What's the vernacular. What's happening. Where they at. Where they going. Whatever. What. 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 Can you. Do they do that to Latinos and Asians? And Muslims? Like fuck. I understand that black folks. You know we the Justice League. And wherever there's injustice. We run and stampede over to it. Which I wish. You know blacks would stop. And let people fight their own battles. I wish y'all would, because right now, uh, the Asian community are getting off in Steve Harvey's ass because Steve Harvey done disrespected the Asian community. And we don't need to be getting involved in what the Asian community got going on. All right, I had to take a phone call, so I'm guessing I stopped at Steve Harvey and the Asian community. Well, if you are not aware, Steve Harvey offended Asian men. There is a stereotype that Asian men aren't sexy and they have small penises and no one wants them and things of that nature. Every man is made for their counterpart. Asian men have Asian women, black men have black women, white men have white women, so on and so forth. So Steve Harvey mocked a 2002 book titled How to Date a White Woman, a practical guide for Asian men during the episode of the Steve Harvey show which aired on January 6th. I don't watch a Steve Harvey show like I told you. Fuck him and I've always said that. Anyway he joked that neither white nor black women had any interest in Asian men. The Family Feud hosted posted on Twitter offering his humblest apology for offending anyone, particularly those in the Asian community. He says the jokes were meant to be humorous and no malice or disrespect. <coughs> the comments from the Asian American uh, 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 this prompted Asian American author and restaurateur Eddie Hong to write an op-ed for the New York Times titled Hey Steve, Steve Harvey who says I might not steal your girl? I'm not going to go look for that because like I said, this is an Asian issue, and I want the Asian community, if they feel some kind of way, to come out and get off of Steve Harvey's ass. I don't want the black community to do it. I don't want the, the Hispanic community ain't going to do it, okay? I want the Asians to do it, and I want black people to mind their business why Asians are kung fu and off in their ass. <coughs> you see how I just said kung fu? Don't mean all Asians know her karate, and that's the thing. 
So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. We got right here, the moment I put Steve Harvey in Twitter, you got Patty Politics. If you're calling Steve Harvey a coon for seeing the upcoming president about helping black people, you're a problem. No, bitch, you're a problem. Because you don't, you don't seem to understand that ain't shit finna change for black people through no president unless you're talking on a local level. And that's as simple as that. So I see an Asian has spoken on the um, the uh, Steve Harvey talking to Asians. Let me click real quick and then I'm going to move on to the next thing. Um, and look, didn't I just say it? This Asian man asks Asians who agrees if they think Asian men are attractive and it's nothing but, <coughs> it's nothing but black women talking. Can you mind your business, black women? For t God damn, he wasn't talking to y'all. Like, come on. And then now it's going into this whole racist diatribe from other people that have nothing to do with what the question was. Steve Harvey's ugly. Like, I don't... And then they posted this picture of this fine-ass Asian man. God damn, who was this? I don't even know, but woo, that's the only reason why I watch Chicago Man, because there's an Asian guy on Chicago Man, but then I found out the type of woman that he's interested in, so I'm done with that. But I still like the show. Anyway, you know, you got the usual whoop the whoop the whoop. So it is what it is. Moving right along. There's a woman's march. Wait a minute. Before I get into that Women's March, I want to also finish off with Twitter because black Twitter don't play if that's, a, you know, the black people on Twitter don't play. And in this climate, you know, it's a, a, a charged and a lot of things are very delicate right now. And for the, I don't know why the fuck Wyclef Jean, the guy who tried to run for pre to be president of Haiti, I don't know why he thought it was smart to tweet Martin Luther King Jr. fought because all lives matter. Sir, let me tell y'all something. That tweet was posted at 12.44 yesterday, and it was he tried to take it down at 12.45. That's how fast motherfuckers was on that ass. They called that man everything from the rooter to the tutor, okay? The rooter to the tutor, as they should have. Stop playing games. Stop playing, all right? We're not going to keep explaining to you what Black Lives Matter is and why Black Lives is this and this and that and third. Don't do that. Enough is enough. They they, they said where the money from the Haiti uh, equipment from the Haitian uh, hurricane victims since you worried about all lives mattering. What the fuck is you doing? Y'all going to have to stop playing games. Even Rob Schneider decided that he was going to um, bring his old weird ass out and explain what Martin Luther King would have did. I, I got in Rob Snyder. I told Rob Snyder, first of all, you don't know what Martin Luther King would have did because y'all your cousins killed him. And number two, shut the fuck up. And mind your business. When it's time to celebrate, I don't know, George Washington, then you could come out and talk about other things. Other than that, shut the fuck up. Okay? 
step aside and let us do what we do. This is the reason why. Y'all, I'm telling you, this is why it's going to be a problem. But, you know, hey, look. I'm a small voice in a very large pool of fish. Y'all gonna have to draw your own conclusions. Anyway, moving right along. There's a women's march happening on January 25th. And I was minding my own business. And I came across this poster. Which I'm gonna post on my blog. The Black Bitch Chronicle blog. So you can see what I'm talking about. It's a poster with a big black power fist in the middle. And all these little hands holding on to it and the poster just was ridiculous so i went to the website to the people's website and i said well what the fuck is all this about they blocked me on twitter or whatever and it's cool because that's what i expect you can't explain shit to me about what the fuck this is supposed to mean besides you all stepping on the back of black women or black oppression to get ahead and that's basically what i think this women's march is going to be about i went to the website y'all could go to the website and see if these things are in line with your interests marching with all these women because listen I'm a student of history and we all know how the women's suffrage movement went that's why you had to join your truth asking ain't I a woman too because some of the white women did not want to be involved with the black women they was trying to get their own shit and in the process kicking us in the fucking ass so I don't know what this is going to convey or what's it going to do besides show everybody that we know how to walk so i guess girl you know i'm i, I don't i'm not i'm wary i'm wary and i don't believe it and i'm just not going to jump on the women 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 when i know that caucasian women have fared better in this fight then black women, brown women, uh, well, I'm not going to include Asian women because y'all are kind of doing a little bit better, a little bit better than the white women because you you fly below the radar. But women, black, brown, Native American, we ain't doing too good. Okay, so I'm I'm a little bit worried about that. So we're gonna move right along to Chloe uh, Kardashian. Chloe has a new show called Revenge Body. And, you know, I like to talk about ethics. Ethics is a rule, it's a set of rules that one gives themselves in order to in order to align yourself properly in life. Ethics is something that jobs have and organizations have it's like a mission statement ethics is you being a cop and taking bribery money from a drug dealer that's totally against the code of ethics ethics is you being a doctor and you trying to give a pap smear but somehow your dick slips in and y'all start fucking or you raping the woman that's completely against ethics okay so chloe has this show called revenge body and the problem is her body isn't a revenge. It's manufactured. She is lacking muscle tone. She is lacking any kind of 
any kind of, of chiseled appearance as much as she exercises or as much as she wants you to believe that she exercises, okay? She clearly has had work done, extensive work in the mouth, in the face, in the nose, in the ass. Um, I, <coughs> Gunnar Peterson is her, <coughs> her trainer. And him being a trainer, he has lost all ethics, in my opinion, because you're lying. If you I, I if you are doing squats under the skin, the blood and all of that is muscle. If you exercise any kind of muscle, you will get definition and tone. That muscle will harden up immediately, okay? She has no muscle whatsoever. Her legs are so skinny, it looks like it will break. There's no muscle in her arms, there's nothing. You train her like an athlete. Serena Williams Serena Williams is an athlete. You all are taken aback by Serena Williams' body because the woman is built forward fucking tough. You're going to see her cuts. You're going to see her thighs. You're going to see all that. She has a big ass because that muscle is swole from the exercise that Serena puts it through. And I ain't talking about fucking. I'm talking about exercise. She does not need to be on the show with people that are trying to lose weight. I follow people on Instagram who are in the throes of weight loss. And it ain't cute. It ain't pretty. They're showing you skin. Extra skin. They're showing you hard hard work. They're showing you when they have backslide episodes. They're giving it to you. And for her to sit here and play this game. I think it's an ethical violation and someone needs to call her on it. And I'll be the one because I don't care for that. I don't give a fuck what the Kardashians do. But that right there, you're not going to make money to say that you somehow are doing something fantastic and you think other women are going to be able to do it. It's dangerous and someone could get killed. Her body is manufactured. This woman has not one piece of muscle on her body. But yet she's posting Instagram or Snapchats with her throwing dumbbells and running in place and doing all these things. And are completely doing it out of the way you're not supposed to do it. She's not even doing it properly. And I can say that because I'm not an expert, but I've taken exercise classes. And she's doing stuff that you will get hurt if you do it in the position she's doing it in. I think it's awful that this is something that's on TV. It reminds me of the TV show Swan. Everybody went nuts because these ugly women went on TV and got their um, their plastic surgery to look beautiful. It's it's not gonna work. It's 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 awful that this is what's going on, and I want people to understand. You're not going to get a body like hers. You're not. Her body is manufactured. And that's as simple as that. Unless you got thousands of dollars to get fat transfer. To get abs sculpted. To get all these things. To get this ass that's completely fake and overblown. Don't fit her body. Doesn't move. Then you're wasting your time. And someone's going to get hurt. Enough is a fucking enough. And Gunnar Peterson, I, I don't know what he's doing and why he feels the need to continue to play these games. 
but the ethics of this game and the integrity is not there and it's wrong and it needs to stop not that she can have her show you can have your show but make sure you tell these motherfuckers look I got a, a fake ass and you yep, when you exercise your ass ain't gonna look like mine but I want you to be healthy that's just what it is enough is enough stop playing games even here it has experts worried because her body is not no it's not a natural body it's not I'm sorry if you thought it was natural, it's not. Her face is not natural. Nothing is. It. I mean, it. She even said she got too much stuff in her mouth, and it, it got it all twisted up. It's too much. It's too much. And I, I want these people that's watching the show, watch it for entertainment. Don't be trying to lose weight. If you want to follow somebody lose weight, go on Instagram, go on whatever, and watch these these big women losing weight, exercising naturally, and going through the process. The process isn't cute. It ain't pretty. It's hardcore. It's a lot of work. You don't lose weight over time. You lose weight. I'm sorry. You don't lose weight in 12 weeks. You some it's some women it take two years to get down to the weight they want to get to. So let's stop it, Chloe Kardashian and Gutter Peterson. Stop it. I hope somebody sue the dog shit out of y'all when they fucking lose weight in 12 weeks and gain 700 pounds back. I hope they sue your ass because you're wrong. I want to hurry up and say rest in peace to uh, Superfly Snooker, WWF legend. Um, he passed away. And Patrice Lumumba passed away. I'm not about to go into depth about Patrice Lumumba because I want you to go and Google it and get a little bit of history. But he was also a civil rights icon out of Africa. And um, was it Africa? Yes, I was correct. I just wanted to make sure. He was uh, murdered because he wanted freedom for his people and freedom for for you know, Africans and things of that nature. So, he was the uh, Congolese independence leader and the first democratically elected leader of the Congo. And he was assassinated today on the 20th, uh, 1961. I'm sorry, the 17th, excuse me. 1961, that's 50 years ago today. Uh... Two, he, his heinous crime was cumulated of two interrelated assassination plots by American and Belgian governments which used Congolese accomplices and the Belgian execution squad to carry out the deed. I'm going to leave it right there. Americans, I, America is something the fuck else. When every time people of the darker hue tries to bring forth some type of change, they will shut the shit down with death. This was about raw materials. This was about getting the stuff out of Africa. This was about propping up um, some fake head of state so they could just fuck people over. This is what this was about. And I want y'all to hopefully go and check it out and see what's going on. Uh, I believe Denzel Washington actually played um, him in a movie. I want to say... He played him in my movie. It's a, it's a very important uh, figure in uh, in um, 
American history, in African history, but in our history, because we really, we we like to draw our strength from back home and, and back home in the motherland, because we are all a part of the Af African diaspora. You know what, I'm not even drinking, and I can't get the words out. It's a lot of charged stuff, but um, Denzel Washington played in that movie, The Mumba, if I am correct. I feel like I I feel like he played in in the movie, but there's a movie anyway. If you don't want to read up on it, um, let's move on to the next thing. They're linking TV and social media personality Textone to a deadly shooting at Irving Plaza last May. And as Lisa Ever shows us, this isn't the first time he's been in trouble with the law. There's been an arrest in a controversial nightclub shooting that left a bodyguard dead and two others wounded. But now there are new questions about what really happened. His name is Daryl Campbell, but the 31-year-old is better known as Taxstone. His verbal shots at rappers and popular taxis and podcasts earned him thousands of followers and some very vocal critics in New York's hip-hop scene. Now the NYPD says he's under arrest on a weapons possession charge in connection with the Irving Plaza shooting last May. It took the life of Ronald McFadder and wounded two others. My reaction is, uh, a young man who has a promising future and um, we're gonna have to fight these charges. I just wanted to get a sense of what the charges were and who was charging them. Within days after the Irving Plaza shooting, Roland Collins, a hip hop artist who performs as Troy Ave, was arrested for attempted murder and weapons possession. He was also wounded in the shooting. Troy Ave is free on half a million dollars bail. His attorney, Scott Lehman, has insisted from the beginning that he was a victim defending himself. Police disagreed. Now some hip hop fans are hoping for answers. I'm kind of shocked, especially to be a guy like Tax. Like, I'm, I'm really shocked, actually. Type of case, like no one knows the truth, so I think that's what makes it like a tragedy. Law enforcement sources tell us Campbell was picked up at a relative's home in East New York. His attorney, Kenneth J. Montgomery, says he has serious questions about the charges and tells me they will plead not guilty. You have to be arraigned on the charges. The, there has to be a determination of whether there is bail on, uh, concerning the case. Uh, if anyone practices in state and federal court, they know there's a distinction difference in how bail is handled. Campbell is expected to appear in federal court to hear the charges against him. That's when we may learn why the feds are involved in this arrest when it's been an NYPD case from the very beginning. In Brooklyn, I'm Lisa Evers, Fox 5 News. So, um, yeah, tax stone. Woo, that's some serious shit, you know, um, she gave y'all a synopsis of who Tax Stone is and everything. And I've been listening to his podcast. I put my homegirl and my sister on his podcast. And I think he's funny. You know, he says some funny things. He says some things I don't like. Uh, you go on Twitter. And apparently a lot of people don't like him. I, I think a lot of these people are trolls and just want to go to town on it. Because, like, if you don't listen to podcasts, you're not really going to know what's what who's who and podcasts not the radio podcast is what i'm doing you know you if you like it you subscribe you listen to it and you keep it pushing um it's something serious i thought the feds got involved because he's a, already a, a convicted convict and he had um a weapon but i think the feds got involved because they said that they got the dna off of the um 
the weapon or whatever that was in the dumpster and it was his DNA and the reason why they have his DNA is because he is a convict and they, they have all of that on file already when you are arrested and you incarcerated um gun possession as a uh as a convicted felon in New York at, it's, it's a serious charge we can see how much time he has that probably, if he is somehow exonerated of the Troy Ave shooting, then he would just have to answer to the gun possession charge. According to New York, um, criminal possession of a weapon has different classes. You got second degree is a class C felony, third degree is a class D, and fourth is a class A misdemeanor. So, depending on the class, uh, this is for the New York City charges. Um... He could be facing it, being a class C, 15 years. The D would be a maximum of a 7. And the, uh, and the uh, misdemeanor, which is the class A, would be one year in jail. Sometimes, um, what you call it, um, what you call it, uh, probation. Um, it's also different if you're in the airport. Like, this is why I be talking, y'all. Don't get involved with the courts because... There is fucking levels to this. I'm looking at the felony charges and gun charges and depending on where you did it at and how you did it and what you had on and where the man was at and who was it. Like, who the fuck want a minim, 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 mandatory minimum terms and maximums and all? You got to deal with all of that. And then if you already a convicted convict, like, you ain't even supposed to have a gun anyway. Um, To be a convict, a felony... With a, a firearm, like I said, it's a federal uh, a federal offense. And if he even if he has nothing to do with the Troy Ave, he got an answer to that. He could cop a plea. He could do you know exercise his rights or whatever. But according to this, prior felony convictions as person, uh, the longer the per the prison sentence prosecutor will seek. Um, some states will enhance the punishment of the original conviction. Other states will not grant po will not grant probation if the defendant violates the condition and not carry a firearm or label as a convicted felon. You could get up to from two to ten years for being a convicted convict carrying a weapon. Like I don't, I don't know. Kid, Kenneth Montgomery is his um. His lawyer and I follow Kenneth Montgomery. I think he's a smart guy. I think he's gonna, you know, do the best he can with what he what he's handed, what he has. But it's just like if he he speaks about on on his show how he did time periodically not he didn't never he never did a stretch like four years consecutively but he kind of like broke it up and stuff like that so if something goes wrong and can mr montgomery can't help him out mm. oh that's water y'all and Mr. Montgomery can't help him out. He's going to do some type of time. And his podcast is probably going to be on hiatus until he gets out. And I'm sure he's going to go completely nuts. Uh, I follow BK Tidal Wave. It's that black woman who um, was on his show recently. And she was like, she don't fuck with him. And everybody's just like, fuck that. And I was following one girl who um, is a friend of his. I think she does 
baller alert. I forget, but they was going in on her because he had made, he had told somebody that was fucking with him that he was gonna rape their kids, and it was just so much going on. And people was like, "Oh, you wait till the nigga go to jail to kick him in the ass." Like, what kind of people are y'all? Whoop the whoop the whoop, and it's just a lot going on, you know. And I wish it 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 it's sad. No one wants to go to jail, but, you know, him and this whack 100, which is the game's um, manager, the dude's like real old in the face. They was going back and forth. It was just a lot of shit going on, and the feds was watching him the whole time. They said the, the federal government was looking at tax stone for months. Watching him move and all of that. At one point, he was in Los Angeles immediately after the um, the Troy Avenue shooting. They probably was on his ass a long time. But you know what the feds do? Just like the IRS. They let you sit there, stack and rack the shit up and don't say nothing till, till the shit hit the fan and you fucked up. And then they come to collect and you ain't got no money. That's basically what happened. We come in to collect you ain't got no money. Now he's... He's, he's probably going to face real time. Not like what he was facing, you know, when he be talking about his, you know, in and out of jail and stuff like that. No, this time he might be really, he might really be cooking it. And it's just, it's it's unfortunate. So I wish uh, Kim, Kenneth Montgomery luck for, for him because he's the one that got to litigate the case. And if you get a chance. There's actually an episode with him over on Tax Stone with Kenneth Montgomery. And you can kind of get an idea of what kind of man and what kind of lawyer he is. So, what can you do? Good luck, Tax. I don't know. I don't know, brother. But, you know, black folks, they stay worried about loyalty and the community and all this other bullshit. And they just be like, girl, worry about yourself. What are you doing? You always in the mix. It's too much. It's too much going on. And speaking of what's too much going on, Soldier Boy and this boxing match that he's supposed to have with Chris Brown. They both look like fucking sherms. Somebody stole his camera. And he got a set of teeth up under them goals that are absolutely horrific. You can see where his teeth are broken and they got like like the 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 tartar. Like he never been to a dentist. So Nia Riley, now I'm looking at you crazy because you kissing and fucking this dude and he look a fucking mess. Then he posted a picture with him. Look like he mixing lean with the with the cough syrup and the sprite. Like y'all motherfuckers is crazy. All y'all crazy. Y'all got to keep your kids away from these type of people. Or if they're going to be on the internet and they see these kind of people in the shenanigans, then y'all need to um, explain to them what and what not to do. Because this is ridiculous. It says, Soldier Boy substituted lean for protein shakes in his workout for the fight with Chris Brown. This motherfucker got a baby bottle with the lean and he mixing it with Fanta. And I'm going to tell you something. Because I actually got some of that for my son when he was sick. They gave him lean. And she was very specific on the dosage. I gave that boy one squirt. In the uh, little. You know they give you that little. It looks like a syringe. But it's for babies. And when I tell you it had my baby knocked over. I was like. This is what motherfucker is. I think it's liquid heroin. I don't know what the fuck that stuff is. But. This is terrible. Like, it's too much. Y'all are terrible. Terrible. 
And then you got all this going on. Listen, listen to this nonsense with this fight. Listen, this is whack 100. Going in. Okay, I think he's talking about. Okay, this is something about tax stone. What I wanted to talk about was. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it. Where he's talking about. Oh, this ain't about. Um, you know, that fight. Listen, listen. Check this out. Somebody just DM me and asked me what I got against New York Bloods or <clears throat> Damus in Atlanta. Uh, you know, Damus and Crips everywhere. Check this out. Maybe y'all like not comprehending what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this. When it comes to this blood and this power wound and this cripping, that originated out here on the West Coast. Now, it's a whole lot of bloods and power rules, crips throughout the United States of America. And that's cool. Everybody do what they do. That's why you don't hear us niggas on the West Coast telling niggas what they can and can't do. My point is this. Whatever choice and decisions that we choose to make out here on the West, when it comes to this culture, it's our choice and decision. And nobody outside or out here has a voice in that. It's that simple. It ain't no nigga saying this, nigga saying that. The bottom line, what I'm saying is, when we make a call a shot, it's our shot. When y'all call a shot, it's y'all shot. See, th that's the shit I'm talking about. And somebody said in the comments, and I think it was very perfect, that he was a super corny, lame-ass dinosaur nigga. Y'all don't want to leave the hood. Like, I don't get it. It's like, you, you want to continuously gangbang. You want to keep going nuts. This nigga old as fuck. You got an artist that's making money. And it's like, you talking about gangbanging and pyruing and all this other stuff. And I, listen, I don't, I don't, I've lived around gangs. I think all black folks, if you live in a certain part of the country, come in contact with gangs. And gangs have not, the purpose of gangs aren't what they used to be. They haven't contributed anything to society, to the black society, as, in any case, as a whole. Motherfuckers wreak havoc, sell drugs, shoot each other. That's what's going on in Chicago. It's people going, going to work and doing the right thing, but they can't get up the street because gangs feel some kind of fucking way. This nigga old as shit. At one point, he was talking about, um, oh... We, it, we ain't gonna be no fights if the if the gangs ain't involved and you gotta get it in this way and that way and then he posted some it's just too much this whack 100 need to focus on his artists and keep it moving cause then he was talking about how he got a backyard and he doing this for the community every time motherfuckers get mad at each other y'all say what you doing for the community apparently he said he building a backyard in his community and then he put the playground right next to the pool like I don't understand the ergonomics or what the fuck y'all thought y'all was doing logistically with the makeup of this backyard but if the kids is playing by the pool and they fly off the slide they gonna go in the pool like why would you put the playground next to the pool what is, I don't I, I don't I'm not understanding well I'm gonna tell you this I don't patronize none of these motherfuckers. They don't get they get none of my money. I am not interested in any of they anything they have to say. That's why I be listening to old shit. And then sometimes I download shit. If I like it, I get it for free. Or convert it from convert it to an MP3 from YouTube. I'm not paying y'all niggas nothing. Cause y'all don't help nobody. You wreaking havoc, you causing confusion, and it's too much. 
And the shit need to be shut down. And black people, y'all need to take your money away from these people till they do right. How about that? How about Stephen A. Smith? You talking about black people, what they need to be doing and who they need to be meeting with? Black people need to take their fucking money from everybody until they do what they need to do. Because that's one thing Martin Luther King got right. Caucasian women only understand a, a Caucasian woman. I'm so I was looking at this this article about um, Ann Coulter. I'm sorry, excuse me. I was gonna say the people in power only understand money, and and black people we have one trillion, probably more than that at this point, worth of spending power in the United States. That's a that's a small GDP of a small island. So. It's just too much right now. It's too much going on. So, I guess Doom Day is approaching. There's nothing we could do about it. January 20th at 12 p.m. Power will be exchanged comfortably. Because that's what supremacy is. That's what this country is about. Power will be exchanged comfortably between Barack Obama. will be handed the baton over to Donald Trump billionaire, real estate tycoon, stone cold racist. Um that's what it is. He won electoral college. That's what that's what you need to win. Whether he won a population vote or not, it really doesn't matter at this point. Um whether Russia helped him do it or not, y'all still swearing him in, so apparently it don't fucking matter. Uh in the meantime, fifty congressmen, fifty two, I believe, will be boycotting his inauguration. And if you want to call them, you could go ahead and look it up on your own and call them and thank them or whatever. These people are your representatives. And it's just like, I don't, all we could do is sit back and see what goes on. All we could do is sit back and see what goes on the next four years. People, people are so dumb. They thought Obamacare was an entity in its own. Didn't realize Obamacare is the Affordable Care Act. So while you sitting there being hateful, oh, I don't want Obamacare. I don't want Obamacare. I got Affordable Care. You didn't realize that Obamacare was just a word to make you hate the thing that he gave you. That's helping a lot of people. Apparently, 20 million people on Obamacare. People that couldn't get access to shit on Obamacare. Kids are staying on their parents' um, health care while they're in school. Um, Pre-existing conditions and contraception. I'm never going to understand the fight of contraception. You don't want women to have abortions, but you don't want them to get the proper contraception to protect themselves from men who you elite, who you have absolved. Okay, you already said that the man does not have to worry about getting condoms because if the woman don't open her legs, then somehow his dick can't go in and he can't squirt and, and make her pregnant. It's all left on to the woman. So when the woman is taking steps to avoid getting pregnant, y'all still blocking her. You won't let her get contraception. You don't want to teach abstinence in school. You don't want to teach sex education. You don't want nothing to be taught to women, but you don't want them to get pregnant and have kids out of wedlock and whoop the whoop the whoop. So now, the GOP, I will say this, they have said they were going to appeal Obamacare for the last three years. So this no, this isn't a shock. Y'all must have thought motherfuckers was playing with you. No, they said we're going to appeal Obamacare. Like, and that's what they're doing. Paul Ryan has said that since he last ran for office. Like, 
This is what we're going to do. Now y'all sit down and realize that the Affordable Care Act is Obamacare. And now you don't know what the fuck to do with yourself because you was being hateful. Because you don't want somebody that don't look like you to get nothing. So I don't know how that works. You put him in office. I don't give a fuck if he, if he didn't get the popular vote. A majority of you put him in office. And now you sitting here trying to figure out what to do with yourselves. You going to deal. Because at the end of the day. The Republicans have control of the House, the Senate, and Congress. And they already put in little um, little stop safeguards where the, the people can't filibuster. Congress can't filibuster. If it passes the House, where most bills die, if it passes the House, it's going to go to the Senate. If it goes to the Senate, it's going to go to Congress. And if it gets to that motherfucker's desk, he's going to, um, he's going to sign it. Just like all them people... All them people um, having them confirmation hearings. He's going to confirm Jeff Sessions, Borg, uh, excuse me, Beauregard Jefferson Sessions. He's going to confirm him. He's going to confirm the other, the uh, Exxon oil tycoon who has a, a hard on for Venezuela. He's going to confirm these people. And there's nothing we can do about it. But in the meantime, I'm going to say this. If y'all want to make change, it starts at the local level with you. I don't know about going to meet Trump and all that because none of us are going to meet Trump because we don't got that kind of money. But all the people that sit up there meeting Trump and shaking his hand and coming out with nothing significant to say, fuck y'all. Y'all don't speak for me. I have my own issues. And that's just what it is. So Obama's leaving office. Y'all in mourning. None of you can't say nothing wrong about Obama's presidency. I think this is the most he said something about the South Side of Chicago in the last three or four days. Then he has his whole entire presidency. I was going to say pregnancy. Same fucking thing. Like, I'm not. He has done a whole lot of things that you all just don't really seem to fucking care to hear about. You just know it was a black dude in office and they had nice gowns and it was regal and woot the woot the woot and boot the boot the boot. Meanwhile, it's been 45 presidents now, and every last one of them have been stone-cold white supremacists and have kept up the ideology of white supremacy. And someone said to me, the reason why black folks can't seem to get themselves in order is because we don't have an ideology. Everyone has a, a, a belief system that they stick to, and we haven't found out yet. We yell black power and all these things, but it's more to it. It's got to be economic, social, and so on and so forth. So until that happens, I guess niggas is just going to keep meeting Donald Trump and shaking his hand and say, Hey, y'all, he okay? And don't have nothing substantial to bring to the table. I like what I said. We need to go over here, make our own table. All them black folks that got money, if they want to contribute to the plan that we make up on our own, devoid of, of the establishment, who every time finds out what we doing and come and tear it up, if we want to do that, we can do that. That I'm for. Other than that, I'm not for, oh, let's luck and he's alright and this is cool. I don't see Latinos doing that. I don't see Asians doing it. Why the fuck black people got to do it all the time? No, he's not cool. He's never going to be cool. He has an agenda. And the only way, you know what? He can show you better he can tell you. There you go. That's it. That's the only way folks is going to understand what's going on. He's going to show you better than he can tell you. And the guy that I was going to say is named Rex Tillerson. If you want to look him up, he's about to, like, you know, go fucking crazy.
and he's going to be confirmed as I believe the Secretary of State yeah yeah I at this point going forth I can't um I don't trust none of them I don't trust T.I. what he talking about sounds good it's cute but listen your background does play a role in in who in define your background does define you going forth and i say that because if you need a job if you want a car if you want anything the first thing they do is pull a background and see how trustworthy you are see if you keep up on your bills see if you you know can finish a task like if you got a degree in education or you know you got your own business something they look at these things so why is background devoid when it comes to the biggest fucking and most important office in the world why is it like oh well you know blah 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 no no I have a background and my background has shaped who I am that's how you get jobs and shit. That don't change because if we going to do it how Trump do it, then I should just be able to walk up into any company and be like, listen, I want to do this. And they're going to be like, why? I'm like, because I can. Like, trust me. I'm fantastic and we going to do it bigly. So, all we can do is sit back and, and, and get ready for the pain. Um, Let me see what else I have an issue with and then I'm going to wrap it up here. Paula Page is a, a the Republican governor out of Maine. That's the same guy that said that the reason why all the people in his county, in his state, are having the heroin addictions because black men keep coming in and giving the heroin to the white women and fucking them. Well, Paula Page said that John Lewis, who is a civil rights icon or whatever and he's uh, the representative out of our uh, excuse me Atlanta Georgia he said John Lewis should thank Republican presidents for ending slavery and fighting Jim Crow and this is the this is the reason why I tell people that it's important to be a student of history these are the people that Stephen A. Lewis and some people you may know that are telling you to sit at the table. To sit at the table with and try to rationalize. You cannot rationalize people who don't have a conscience. Let me explain something to y'all real quick. I'm going to give y'all a quick history lesson because I don't want to be on here all day. You understand? Yes, during slavery, the Republicans were considered what the Democrats are now. Let's not get it confused. Slavery was rampant. Okay? Even up north. They don't they kinda downplay it up on the north, but slavery was cooking. Not as hot in the south because the South was cotton country. Um Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Yes, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Yes. But if you delve into Abraham Lincoln history Abraham didn't free the slaves because it was cute and that's the right thing to do he freed the slaves to bring the south into the union and make a cohesive economic bond it was all about money and strategy whether niggas came or not didn't really matter the south fought the north to keep their free labor which was slaves because now we consider lazy and shit right but back then we did it all from the rooter to the motherfucking tutor 
during the Reconstruction, a majority of black people were Republican. Yes. Yeah. They like to say Martin Luther King was, uh, Dr. King was Republican, but that's not, none of that has been confirmed. He's never said he was a part of any party. They did conf uh, um, accuse him of being a communist, but even he, he denounced that. He said, no, uh, I have specific ideals that would not line up with the Communist Party. But he never said he was a Republican or a Democrat. And let me explain something, because people always want to say Republicans did this for blacks. Dixiecrats, the Democratic Party that we know now, is not the same Democratic Party of the 1800s and 1960s, okay? During the 1960s, there was a shift in political parties and ideology. The Republicans then took on the face of the Dixiecrats, Democrats, and the Democrats took on the face of the Republicans of the yesteryear, the more inclusive, the abolitionists, okay? And this is what we have. I don't know why it's so fucking difficult for people to realize that. The political parties, the political parties shifted during the civil rights movement in the 60s and the line was drawn and it's been this way ever since. Rich white people are Republican and the Democratic Party is for poor, black, uh, people of color, all inclusive. That, there you go. So, Mr. Paul LePage. Please take care of your fucking state that's in a shambles and is, and is going through hell being ravaged by heroin, sex trafficking, and the like. Okay? Stop blaming it on people. If you're not going to understand how the American history works and Jim Crow... Then I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And who? no one fought Jim Crow. Jim Crow just died out. And it didn't die out, to be completely honest. Because after Reconstruction, Jim Crow was literally a hundred years of you all putting niggas in a box to the point where they couldn't catch up. And we still are feeling effects today. And y'all won't even... Y'all won't even acknowledge it. But you will sit here and make this comp... And make this, um... And make this uh, blasphemous, stupid ass statement. Look at what the look at what the Republicans did for the slaves. And you know what's funny? You know he hateful, right? You know Paul LePage is hateful. And yet you still voted the motherfucker in. You still voted the motherfucker in. It says it right here. I think the, the one time that the African Americans had the most power was during the Reconstruction. And that lasted all of seven years. Because somebody said, hold the fuck up. The hell are all these black people doing in these seats in the Senate and in the Congress? Hell no. Nah. And then they proceeded to slam us with every kind of law you could think of. And some of them laws are still in effect today. The Congresswoman says she don't want to attend it. And he went nuts. And this is what he said. For some reason, the left has become so hateful. And, and so they're trying to bully us out of believing our Constitution. If she won't attend Friday, I would advise her to resign. That's what he said. Meanwhile, you talking about how people supposed to uh, be glad they ain't slaves no more. You fuckers got a lot of fucking nerve. You know that? Y'all got a lot of fucking nerve. 
A lot of fucking nerve. It's easy to say what well, people should be happier because you didn't experience it. Because you was on the other side. If your fucking ass was even around. It's too much. You put that motherfucker in office knowing he ain't shit. Knowing he ain't shit to terrorize and make these stupid ass comments. But it's okay. As usual, we make it through. We make it through, we make do, and, and that's just what it is. So when people make these kind of dumbass statements, all you could do is just say, you know what, girl, okay, it's cute, but I'm not going, and I'm not watching, and I'm not doing nothing with you because I don't have to. And if you don't like it too motherfucking bad, oh, well, you'll be all right. Get over it. Do you. I don't care. whoop de whoop de whoop it's no reason to sit on the uh, internet no more and explain shit to people that you ain't never going to see, that will never press you, never going to step to you, never going to try to figure out what's going on. It don't matter. So, that's how I feel on the situation. Apparently, it's Muhammad Ali's birthday. Happy birthday, Muhammad Ali. Died, I think it'll be a year now. His daughter is on the Celebrity Princess and she's a complete bitch. Lady Ali. Awful, awful, awful personality. Awful. Awful. I love this new Celebrity Apprentice. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing a fantastic job. The show is going real well. Me and my um, homegirl, we've been watching it together. It's It's been really, really good. And, you know, I'm going to watch it. I don't... I don't like to see a certain person's name pop up, but I think it's just, you know, it's a cool show. And it, it shows how difficult teamwork can be when you deal with a bunch of busters. So, with that being said, folks, I think I have hit just about every issue that I had on my mind. I think I've tackled every issue that pissed me off today. And with that being said... With that being said, um, I hope y'all enjoy the rest of your week because today is what, Tuesday? I don't know. I had I had this on my heart. You know, I said I was going to do recordings on Thursday. But you know what? If it's on my heart, I'm going to just let it spill out. So I had this on my heart. Um, I'm glad y'all here to listen and enjoy my show. You can hit me up. On all social media, all the links are there. I'm on Twitter. I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm on um, Tumblr, Pinterest. I have a blog that's right there in the link section where I put my um, my all my content. And because in case it's not here, you can always listen to the archive stuff that's there. Um, I actually have a um, an email too. I'll go ahead and give put that up in there too. It's called Black Rich Chronicles at gmail.com. But I spelled it all weird because it wouldn't let me use the word bitch. <laughs> Somebody uh, tried to be funny and say, well, why you call yourself a black bitch? Once again, I'm going to explain to y'all why I choose to call my show the Black Bitch Chronicles. It's because it's a playoff of stereotypes. And I can be a bitch and I'm black and that's fine and there's nothing wrong with that. If Amber Rose could be a slut and a whore, I could be a black bitch. What's the big damn deal? I'm still going to give it to you raw, educated, ignorant, 
happy, fun, whatever you want. I'm going to be myself. And I also want to point out that I did not drink this episode because a lot of these things were very important that I wanted to convey. And I wanted to make sure I got it out smoothly as possible. But I'm sure I will be inebriated in the next go-round. But in the meantime, I want y'all to enjoy the rest of your days. Um, if you got plans and stuff, keep that shit to yourself and make it happen. Don't be telling people your plans because a lot of times them people ain't true. They're not rooting for you no fucking way. They want to see you fail. And a lot of times when you tell people what you're going to do, you don't follow through. So is it something you want to do? Keep it to yourself. Do it. After you get it done, then you have a celebration. Keep your head up. The holidays is pretty much over. It's back to business for real. And good luck. You know, take care of yourself and your family before you worry about what other niggas and people are doing around you. Because at the end of the day, you are only charged the task to take care of the people that are in your, your immediate circle. It's cute to care about everybody else, but if your immediate circle's not healthy, it ain't even no fucking point. It what's the point. So I'm about to jam. I'm about to jam the rest of the day. And I hope y'all jam with me. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Winner, watch my